It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, DC? Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Wizards with SB Nation's Bullets Forever writer Ben Mahech and myself, Anthony Citadino. We're your hosts, and you are now Lockdown Wizards, where you get everything Wizards basketball. Go subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast and the Lockdown Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you may listen. Go throw us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us and a ton to get into. Ben and I will be going over Washington's nail-biter win against the L.A. Clippers, Russell Westbrook's huge performance, and then we'll head into all-star break with some predictions and, you know, the, you know get, get into the rest of like the, the season ahead. But first, we want to thank all of you for tuning in, for listening to Locked on Wizards um, and our Wizards takes an analysis all season long so far. Um, as we close out the first half of the season, it's important that all of you know that, that we appreciate your support so, so much. We love uh, coming to you guys every Monday through Friday. Uh, I, I, we hope that you love the content. Uh, we, we love doing it. This has been so, so much fun. We can't wait to continue doing it over All-Star break and the second half of the season. So let's get right into it. Ben, after being down 16 points and looking pretty sluggish in the first half, the Wizards found their spirit in the second half and eventually won a nail-biter. Thriller against the Clippers. Thursday afternoon, 119 to 117. Mo Wagner's 12 points didn't really reflect um, game, like, you know, too much of a game-changing performance. But if you watch the game late down the stretch there, oh, it was great. It was great to see what he did, um, how he spaced out the floor and knocked down um, a couple three-pointers that really uh, helped the Wizards get going there late to get this win. Brad had a little rough night shooting, Ben. Um, we can talk about it all. How how, how you doing, my friend? Um, let's let's get right into it. So I, I want to hear your your takeaways from from this game, and and really, let's hear your overall take of the Wizards' first half of the season. Yeah, Anthony, what's going on, man? We're back on the win column. We're covering another win for. It was a little bit of a drought there, and in the first half, it looked like we were going to cover another loss. We, we know the Princeton offense. We know the triangle offense. For, for a little bit there, the Wizards were running their, their traditional offense called watch Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook and don't do much else, right? And, it, and it, didn't, it didn't work in the first half. But in the second half, they got Rui going a little bit. They went on a run. Like you said, Mo Wagner, 12 points. It doesn't, it doesn't look like a huge game on paper when you watch the play. Him and, and Russell Westbrook have such a connection, such an odd duo, but it works. Russ is best when he has floor spacers. Mo Wagner is the best three-point shooting center on this team. He needs to be on the court with Russell at all times. That's really, I think that's, right. that's right. just what it is with Russell Westbrook. If you want to make sure you're getting the best Russ like they did on Thursday, you need to have Mo Wagner there. The energy, the Wizards looked flat first half, played more, more Mo, gave Rui some touches in the second half, and bang, they, they look like themselves again. Um, much needed momentum heading into the second half. They, they missed some key free throws on the stretch. Russell Westbrook, he went uh, – what did he go from the free throw line? Like 7-15 or something like that down the yep, stretch. Yep. But he, yep. 
but he he made a key free throw down the stretch, and then more importantly, he got that crazy rebound. And we'll get more into Russ and what this means for him going forward. But all in all, really good win. They didn't have Paul George, the Clippers, that is, but Kawhi Leonard. That he played, had a pretty good game, got in foul trouble, and it wasn't because the, the, the reps had a difficult time officiating. It was because Denny Avdia and Rui Hachimura did a fantastic job on him. Denny especially got an offensive foul call there. All around, I loved this team's defensive effort, especially Rui and Denny. They showed that you know, 19 and 22 years old, 20 and 23 years old, whatever the case may be, they're still capable of defending high-level players. And that's what you need from your young players. That's the growth. You look at it, they both had you know, just a few shots here and there, weren't that involved in the offense, but defensively they were involved, and that's the growth you need from your young players. So this is the staple win for the Wizards because the young players showed that they can compete at a higher level against anybody, including an MVP-type talent in Kawhi Leonard. So kudos to the Wizards, especially Rui, Denny, and Mo Wagner, the keys to this win. And I love that you bring that up because that is that was the, the, biggest, the biggest takeaway from this game for sure is those young guys really, really digging in on the defensive end. And Ben... Going into the uh, the All Star break like this with a win, I know it was looking a little somber there, catching a couple losses uh, to the Boston Celtics and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, but picking up a big win against a contending team. And I know, like you said, Paul George is out. But Ben, what does this mean uh, moving forward? That guys like Rui and guys, you know, guys like Denny. Denny, he had twenty five minutes. He didn't get too many too many shots up. But like you said. Every minute he's out there, he was making his presence, you know, be known. And especially on the glass, too, he did a great job rebounding and defending tonight. What does it mean? Moving forward, what does this really mean for these guys? Are we going to see more minutes from uh, – is Denny – could he move back into a starting role? I, I, I would like to see him start. He's probably the second best wing defender on this roster. Garrison Matthews has kind of fallen off haven't really done a good job of getting him open looks because when he is getting going, Garrison Matthews is the best backup guard on this team. They haven't really done a good job of getting him going here. But Denny Avdia, you know what you're going to get from him. Even if he's not hitting shots, he's not getting enough shots, I think. He's still affecting the game defensively, his rebounding. I'd love if they let him grab the ball on, on when he gets the rebound and go as opposed to always looking for Beal and Russ because I think mm-hmm. once Denny is in transition he's handling the ball, that's where he's at his best. I'd love yeah. to see him get more of those opportunities in the second half of the season. But what does this mean for the Wizards and these young guys? They need to keep doing this consistently if this team wants to make the playoffs. We've seen spurts, 5, 10 minutes here and there, 15, 20 minutes, a whole half, whatever the case may be. We need 40-plus minutes of these young, young players cumulatively to play high-level basketball in each of those minutes because we've seen it it's an effort thing it's a do you want it as bad as the other team type of thing it's not a talent these these young players have talent Rui Denny it's it's apparent they know how to hoop uh they're high level hoopers it's just an effort thing we need we just need to see them really want it more in the second half of the season and if they do I think the Wizards can start beating more of these good teams like the Clippers are and Ben We've kind of been seeing that uh, randomly. Like Garrison Matthews, he's been fading out uh, more in the second half. And Denny has been getting crunch minutes, right? I mean, crunch time minutes. And, you know, against Boston, against, uh, you know, t- tonight against the Clippers. I don't know about you, but he, his energy he brings really all game long. The, this team needs that moving forward. If they want to make the playoffs, they want to make a push. Um, they need they need guys like Denny and Rui to be, be out there defending the ball because really that's we talk about it all season that's their biggest struggle right 
on the defense. Yeah, and, and, and they can both defend, which is the amazing part. I mean, a lot of times you, you draft young players and through no fault of their own, it takes them a long time to get used to the to the pro system and, and they have a difficult time guarding players who they literally watched on TV a year ago, you know. But in, in the case of Rui and Denny, they're, they can both defend at a high level, especially Rui. We saw him really, really give Kawhi the business at times there. But I think to really keep them engaged defensively, they need to make sure that they're getting their touches too. I mean, Rui and Denny combined for eight shots, five for eight, five for eight shooting. You can't just you can't just entirely depend on Beal and Westbrook combined 40-plus shots every night. I understand that the, amongst all the duos in the NBA, they're leading the league in points per game. I understand that. But to have a flowing offense, to have a good offense, you need to have everyone involved, especially the players that are contributing defensively, like Brewery and Denny, they need to get rewarded with touches. So I'd love to see that. Then, look, the, the coaching staff has enough time to review tape over All-Star break. I'd love to see them implement more touches for Brewery and Denny. But, yeah, all in all, this is good. You know, regardless of what happens this season, Wizards got some really, really solid young players there to work with going forward. Absolutely, Ben. 14-20 and 20, as this team heads into the All-Star break. I think that was... They did a great job the second half of this first half of the season to really like grab some sort of momentum to bring themselves here. And a lot of that has to do on the, uh, on the uh, defensive side of the ball. And guys like Denny and Rui are proving every night that, that uh, this team is growing and getting better on the defensive end. But we have a lot more to talk to get into about Russell Westbrook's huge night. But first, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college hoops, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts go use the promo code locked on the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date locked on nba Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're covering everything you need to know about the Washington Wizards, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with the Locked On Today podcast. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Go subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you may listen. Ben, so we're headed into the All-Star break, and right before we head into it, the Wizards got a taste of vintage Russell Westbrook. Ben, what, what can we say? Tonight he attacked the basket. He went 50% from, from outside. He did shoot not, not, not too well from the free throw line. Seven for 15, not ideal. But he made the big play to win this game, right? Snagging an offensive rebound, tap back, you know, that gave uh, Bradley Beal the ball. Uh, who ran out the clock for the win really right there at the end uh, when, when the Wizards were up too. So, Ben, what do we think about this? How do, we, how do we feel about Russell Westbrook, the last game of the first half of this season, going into the All-Star break, compared to the beginning of the season? 
He looked How bouncy. He looked bouncy today. I mean, defensively, Westbrook is is the type of player where if he's contributing defensively, you can expect high intensity on the offensive side of the ball. He had four steals uh, on Thursday against the Clippers. That was all the difference. We saw him push the ball, even had a dunk at the end there. He was attacking the basket. He made some mid-range looks, made some threes, got to the free throw line 15 times. He, Like you said, only made seven of them. But he was frustrated with that. Like, even... We've seen at times this season where Westbrook looked down. He just looked disappointed. But he looked he looked pissed off, for lack of a better word, with missing free throws. Ripped off his uh, shooting sleeves, made the clutch free throw, like you said, had a tap back. So this team takes on Westbrook's identity. One thing that Mo Wagner, who I talked about earlier, who, who needs to play with Westbrook, all his minutes need to be with Westbrook on the floor because they really mesh. After the game, Mo Wagner said, don't tell him I said this, but he has the heart of a lion. I don't want to give him too much credit, but I'm very privileged and happy to be his teammate. This is such like a random blossoming relationship between Mo Wagner and Russell Westbrook. Right. Like if you told me at the beginning of the year that these two would be like the best of friends and, and really click on the court, I would be confused. But that's what's working. And, and the Wizards can't get in their own way. Scott Brooks can't overcomplicate this. What Mo Wagner and Russell Westbrook are their best when they're on the court together. We saw that. On, on Thursday, they combined for seven steals. Their energies match. They just click. They need to play together. Because when Russell is playing with Mo and he's playing with this intensity, he is an all-star caliber player. I know he didn't make the team this year, but when he plays with Mo with this energy and he's making shots, he's an all-star caliber player. And look, Mo Wagner was a plus 26, and those minutes were with Russell Westbrook. So, Yeah, Ben, Russell played absolutely out of his mind tonight. 27 points, nine rebounds, 11 assists. Ben, four steals. You you brought up his defense. Um, how did we feel tonight about him, really? R- down the stretch, l- late in the game, I guess. I uh, loved it. End. I loved it. Russ is not going to be a lockdown man-to-man guy anymore. He's not. He's 32 years old. You'd be hard-pressed to find players with his longevity play high-level man-to-man defense. But he is a guy that you can that flies around, that can get tapbacks, that can get steals. Uh, you see him crash the glass. That's the player that the Wizards need. We don't need MVP Russell Westbrook, but we need one that's flying around defensively, that's getting steals, that's pushing the ball in the break. And we didn't see much of that earlier in the season. We're finally starting to see that Russ four games in a row with dunks. Remember early on we were talking about that. Can Russ that. even dunk yep. anymore? And now he's dunking. It's unbelievable. Thank and here God. we go. That's good. And, and the great thing is he's got some time to recover now. I get he probably would have wished to play in the All-Star game, but it might be a blessing in disguise because he does need a break and he's playing really well, well. And I think if it carries over, the Wizards could end up making some noise. But we'll get more into that. But we first want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no doctor's visits, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part is all done online. So if you could benefit from the extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. 
And we've got a special deal for our Locked On Wizards listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code Locked On at the checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code Locked On to get your first month free. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Lockdown Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Lockdown Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts. Anthony, the Wizards are 14 and 20. We're about halfway through the season and the shortened NBA season, this COVID weird season that we've been discussing all year long. But we ha- I think we have a pretty good idea of what this team is. There's some room for improvement. They're a lot better than, than, initial, than, than what we saw initially. But before we head into All-Star break, let these Lockdown Wizards listeners get a, get a, breathe a sigh of relief and reflect on the year. I wanted to check in with you because before, before the season began, we both thought the Wizards were going to make the playoffs. We, are we still there or what? Because right, right now they're, I believe they're 12th or 13th in the East, uh, only a few games behind the 10th seed, which would be a play-in spot. Right. Yes, Ben, I'm still staying strong with my prediction that they, they are going to make the playoff push. Uh, I'm not shying away from it. I have full, full faith this team will be in the playoffs. Who do you think they bump? Done, who baby. do you think huh? they bump? Because that's the who, question. Who, who, if they're making the playoffs, somebody's not. So who do they bump? Um, there's a Right now, in the standings, what is it? There's like a one-game difference between 10 teams, isn't there? Like like something I mean like that yeah you, you can go from you know from the from the four, fourth in, in, from the four seed to the yeah from the four seed all the way down is is pretty darn close so yeah Ben I like to think that they that they beat out the Bulls the Pacers the Hawks right now um I know the I I know that the Raptors uh they have been playing better in in recent but uh I don't know how long the Raptors and the Hornets are really going to be able to stay up there for uh, Boston. They've also had a really rocky start. They should be playing a lot better. The Knicks, big wild card this year. And they big wild nowhere. card. They oh, they ain't nowhere. going nowhere. You know, oh, sitting here in central New York, we got big faith for the Knicks. The Knicks are staying put. They're going to make their first playoff appearance since, hoof those mellow days, right? Wow. But no, uh, for the Wizards, yes, I think that they will end up bumping like Toronto or or, or the uh, Charlotte Hornets or or I'm guessing the Indiana Pacers will be up there uh, uh, closer to to crunch time when when playoffs are really uh, right around the corner. The Hawks they're looking a little disappointing. The Bulls obviously, um, I think they're having a better season than most people thought they would. I think the Bulls are, are, you know, they're they're off to a better start than, than Let's they. Let's give uh, Zach Levine uh, some credit. Let's give Zach. And I love Zach. I I love Zach Levine. He's having an unbelievable He's year. He's been Shout the second Drew. best shooting guard in the league this year. Absolutely, dude. I mean, you know, him. him I mean, sorry, I'd James probably, Harden. Sorry. Yeah. Zach oh, Levine's you're put. You're putting. You're putting Zach Levine 
above James Harden. I like that this take. Season, Hot, I mean, uh, spicy take I, for Lockdown. I don't, I don't even fan. think it's spicy. This this guy is is giving you damn near 30 a game. Oh, he's a stud. Stud. Absolute stud. On 50, 40, 90 shooting. Nope. Ab- he's shooting super efficient, and uh, obviously the whole world knows about his bounce. It's out of this world. Probably, I mean, dude's probably the best dunker in the league, tell you the truth. He came in a league as just a pure athlete, averaged 10 points yeah. a game his rookie year. He's averaging 30 now on almost 50, 40, 90 shooting. Not only is he the most improved player, he's an MVP-type player. Shout-out to Zach Levine. Shout-out to Drew Hanlon. Shout out Drew Hanlon because look what he's doing. I mean, Drew Hanlon, our guy that we had on the show, um, you know, last month. And, and if you locked on Wizards listeners, listen in, please. If you didn't, go listen to the episode we did with Drew Hanlon. He's great, great, great. I mean, he trained some of the best NBA players in the league: Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, obviously Zach Levine, like we're talking about, and our favorite guard in the league, Bradley Beal. Shout out Russ, you're right behind him. Um, but yes, Drew Hanlon, he's pretty much training for MVP candidates. Is, is he not right now? He's like, I mean, the, what they're doing, what the, it's absolutely absurd. I mean, he's doing unbelievable work. Drew, keep doing you, man. Keep, keep building your business. You're doing absolutely great. And, uh, it, it's showing, um, the best ben, I don't know if you've been world. watching. It's, 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 oh, it's not even a question, not even a question. And what, I mean, and I know this is a lot, and we're strictly wizards, but Ben, Embiid, they're sit, they're still sitting there, the hey. top of the Eastern Conference. I can't How, say I didn't say what, it. Can't say I didn't say it. I trust oh yes, Doc Rivers. You did, and I trust Doc Rivers. Dude, to you have did, and I. They're proving me wrong every day. They prove me wrong, but again, this is the playoffs, people. The Sixers always give us great, great results in the regular season. We we want the playoffs. We want to know what's going to happen in the playoffs. Um, if they run into a Boston Celtics team, what's going to happen? What if, what if they run into the Washington Wizards first round? Oh, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, the Wizards might upset. Big upset. Let's, let's end this on a on – a, let's give I mean, them – the we started seed, the ooh. season. We started the season with hot takes, right? So let's end it. We, we don't do hot takes on the Lockdown Wizards. We do strict I, professional I just type said, analysis. Ben, but we, let's, let's end it here. Ben, with, with, with I just said that the – I just said that the Wizards are going to upset the the one seed. Oh my god! I'm giving. I I just said it. <laughs> oh think, 15 god. seconds ago. Oh wow! These All takes right. are getting. Um, I don't know where to I, go. I, I, oh, I mean, I, I that was just off the cuff. But but what kind oh. of take are you talking about? What, what what is your take right now? Oh man, I what don't takes know where are to we go. Given? I'm so what, what are we? Yeah, what, where where's the direction right now? Where's the direction right now? I don't know. I, I'm out here giving crazy takes. The Wizards are going to be the AC. They're going to take down the Sixers, guys. Oof. Oh. Brutal. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. But you know what? That's what we're here for, Lockdown Wizards fans. I, I won't go that spicy, but I think this team makes a move. I think they make an interesting move. I think they add another veteran player here, and I do think they make a playoff push. They get into one of those play-in spots. Before Ultimate- trade deadline, Yeah. Yeah, I think this team makes a move. I think this team is, uh, especially the guys making the decisions, the Scott Brooks's and the Tommy Shepherds of the world, I think there's consequences to the season. I think they have a mandate to make the playoffs. Uh, this team is spending big money on Russ and Beal. I think they understand Beal's future is at stake here, and they need to make the playoffs. I think if you're them, if I'm them, look, if I'm Tommy Shepard running this team, if I'm Scott Brooks, playoffs. you need to make the playoffs. With I'm this duo, saying, they need to. 
you need to. Right. I'm sure that's how they feel. So I think they, they're going to make a couple of, couple of moves here to shore up that front court, maybe get a wing veteran as well. Maybe a P.J. Tucker. It's an interesting name to watch. The Rockets are going to have a No, fire. Ben, everyone says P.J. has been getting interest all over the league, mainly contenders. He's been, he's been really bad. There's no question about it. He's been, he's been awful this year. But, but I think this yeah. is – look, James Harden was also having an off year in Houston. I think he, he's, he's a product of the system right now. I don't think he wants to be there, and he's probably not playing with the effort that he would if he played on a team that could use oh, him yeah. a little bit better. So I think that he could also make a difference in Washington. That's an interesting name to watch. Andre Drummond, another interesting name to watch. Perhaps they could swing a deal there. But I think the Wizards do ultimately make a move, and I yeah, think they Cleveland do. has not been budging. They're going to lose him in the offseason, so I think they're going to have to make a move. Either, either he gets bought out in some way. I don't think he will, or I right. think they're going to have to make a deal for him, even if it's getting yeah. the potato chips and sandwiches as, uh, as the uh, Pistons did for him. Right, but Ben, I don't think it's crazy to say that the Wizards down the road after this All-Star break are able to topple Bulls, the Pacers, the Hawks, the, yeah, the Raptors, the, the, the Hornets. I don't think that's, that, that's crazy to say at it's all. It's not crazy to say um, the Wizards th- finish with home court. Oh, so you think, well, right now, seeing how this East really sizes up, I mean, it really is a couple of games. That's all that from the fourth, from the fourth seed on down to the Wizards, really, it's it's close. It's at, and, it and really they have is a really so, good so shot. Close. I mean, it, it, the season the, the season gets a little rough after right after All Star oh, break. Yeah, but but it gets so, yeah, I mean, it gets easier come March, like late March. They play the Knicks back to back, the Pistons, Pacers, Hornets, Pistons. Those are all very winnable games. So I think the Wizards yeah. can definitely find themselves in one in one of them playoffs. Yeah, I'm not. Ben, I'm not giving up hope. I 100% my take is they're still 100% making the playoffs. Um, making it to the second round, that's a whole different question. But, yes, like uh, they're, I, I, I'm still sticking there. The, I'm, pretty, I'm almost positive my, my, pre-game, uh, my preseason prediction was six, uh, the 6, 7, 8 seed. That's, uh, that, that, that's the range I'm, I'm still sticking with. How about you? Yeah, I think I think they let's. I, I have them at the eighth seed right now. I think I think this team, if if they can get Bertans going, make a trade or two, I think they're a playoff team. I think they're a playoff team. I don't I don't think Toronto, uh, Chicago, any of these teams we've previously mentioned are better than Washington. Um, and the Wizards have the talent to do it. I just think it's a matter exactly. of do they want it with this and, duo? They need to. You were you're a hundred percent right about that ownership that at the front office. They need to be involved so so much and like to, during this time to to push this to, to make a move to, yeah, i mean there's to, consequences to really, like, I mean, too you know there, I think is, there's consequences. there is i mean this, this type of payroll that type of duo you need to make the playoffs in the east and and obviously bradley beal and, and russell westbrook in, in their minds they probably have no doubt in their minds they are going to make the playoffs i mean that's just the type of mentality that they have right but this team also has been pretty inconsistent we can't have i mean you know, a couple nights ago against the Memphis Grizzlies, they can't afford a handful of those games down down the road, right? No, because I mean, if they let's say they won two more of those games, they'd be in the eighth spot right now. You know what exactly. I mean? Like you drop one or two of those games in the Eastern Conference, you go from home court to twelve. <laughs> like it's really that that right. simple in the East. Those so. those two games against the Celtics and and the Grizzlies, I mean, fifteen and eighteen would be looking a lot better right now. Yeah, yeah, they'd be right Ooh. there in the playing spot right now. Oh yeah. Um, but oh, look, yeah. the the answer to the question is for the Wizards, if they want to make the playoffs, it's totally on them, right? If you want to play consistently, put together a forty forty five minute game where you're playing consistently, then you'll make the playoffs. But if you keep doing this up and down thing, trailing from twenty, trailing by twenty, and then coming back and continuously doing that, you're not going to find yourself in the playoffs. So it's totally up to the Wizards. But lockdown Wizards fans, that's the that's the first half of the season. That's a wrap. 
for the first half of the season. Anthony and I big rap, love, big rap <laughs> love hosting the show. Uh, we'll be back with more on the All-Star break. Bradley Beal is there, so of course we'll cover what he's doing, perhaps an All-Star MVP. But we thank you for listening. As always, we'll be back with you again on Monday. If you haven't already, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you prefer your podcast. It's Lockdown Wizards, and we'll be here with you back on Monday. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 